Welcome to CareerPod, brought to you by Transition Solutions. Your host for today's episode is a member of the CareerPod team, Mr. Gary Wallrap. This podcast will focus on Karen Smizer, her career and her current role as the Director of Career Services at Quincy College. Prior to joining Quincy College five years ago, Karen had significant experience in insurance management and event planning. This gives her a great perspective on implementation of career counseling and services to a diverse student body here at Quincy College. The career services landscape is comprised of student counseling, including career choice, resume writing, and interviewing skills training. Karen also organizes career events on the campus and manages the college's internship program. She will discuss the challenges and intrinsic rewards of her position. Karen, uh, welcome today. Thank you so much. It's really nice to be here with you. Tell me a little bit about your educational background and why you've entered this field. Um, well, you know, many years ago when I was in college, I, I got, received my undergraduate degree um, in business management. Um, and as it turned out, I think that what I really discovered, <clears throat> excuse me, in in the beginnings of, of my career was really looking at it, um, although I went into insurance, looking at it from the perspective of, of human services. Um, I think that what I loved about the insurance was that it allowed me to help individuals and families um, look and think a little bit more clear about their, um, their problems and their resolutions with finance or insurance. Um, as I continued through my journey, um, I discovered that I really love to be able to be help and support nonprofit agencies and also those that um, are a part of a vulnerable population. So that vulnerable population took me into planning events for nonprofit organizations. Um, once again, um, I was still in that track of human services. I was helping to raise awareness, and in this case, it was raising revenue as well, dollars, to support um, and help vulnerable populations. In this case, it was children um, with catastrophic diseases, helping um, and supporting um, those causes. Um, when I decided to transition from the insurance industry into nonprofit. Sure. I um, was fortunate enough to, to, although I had my own business, I was fortunate enough to be able to get into a nonprofit organization that provided career opportunities for people with disabilities. I was sort of taking my skill sets and transitioning those skill sets and putting them in my back pocket and moving and transitioning into another another career. Um, and it was learning and assisting um, people, um, individuals with with um, with disabilities, career opportunities. And so I did event planning. I did the career, some career counseling. But I, most importantly, I did development to raise money um, and awareness. And so I knew at that point that this was something that was really going to make good sense to me. Now, 
the career counseling came into peace when I made a really intentional decision to go back to school and get my master's. And from my master's, although it was not in counseling, um, it was most definitely ended up being my master's in nonprofit management. I did my dissertation um, on later life career transition. It was really important. I mean, really helped me look at it from the perspective of how we evolve. And I'm so sure. um, if you kind of fast forward, um, I knew that career counseling in, um, in higher ed would allow me to take all of my experience, all of my, all of my new education and transition into career counseling, which is what I do now here at Quincy College. In terms of the basic tasks and, and roles you play each day, could you reflect on um, what your typical day would be? It's never the same. Um, and, and it is very purposeful. And I'm always working with very important stakeholders, whether that's from the side of a student or an alumni, whether that is a stakeholder like our faculty, or whether it's a stakeholder of our community partners and um, our employers or recruiters that, that want to connect. Um, and so my role is to be able to, to share all of our offerings and support services that we have and be the facilitator for all um, of this opportunity. I wanted to get a sense of emerging roles and technologies and how they, how they impact your methods and practices within the, within the office here. Geez, Gary, that's a really, really great question because quite frankly, when I started here five years ago, what I certainly um, knew that I wanted to do was I wanted to be able to work with individuals, our students here, um, and help them define the most important um, decision, quite frankly, of, of uh, you know, of their life yes. in many ways, right? Um, and so I knew that that was going to be a lot of research and investigating, but we're very fortunate that that at least here at Quincy College, along with other colleges um, and universities, and um, that there is that there is some great assessment tools and online resources that help us sort of set set the stage for at least exploring career options or affirming. You know, sometimes we need to be affirmed that what we're um, interested in, where our skill sets are, that it's a good match. So we have a lot of platforms um, that we use to be able to help in that process. What do you think uh, the most important pieces of advice you would give to others who are considering uh, this field? The I would say that the most important advice that I could give, and there's a you know there's a couple of layers to that. The first one is be authentic um, in your ability to to know your your interests, look at your skill sets, which we sometimes forget can really be trans you know transitional into another career. Um, and the beauty of working for as a career counselor is that it really has allowed me to look at my skill sets that were always 
prevalent in all my other careers, whether it was the communication skills or listening to others intently, being patient, understanding. Um, but most importantly, it's being able to be, to really be interested in humor, human behavior. Human behavior, I think, is really, really key. And in development of that. So the development of, of what's possible for an individual. Um, and then, you know, sprinkled with about, you know, being a career counselor or an advisor, you also have to learn about um, different occupations and also the labor market. I noticed that you have responsibilities in the internship area. Yeah. And if you could um, just reflect a little bit about uh, the value of that and how have, how you've been successful in getting placements. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I sort of look at it from the umbrella of experiential learning. Um, and so the experiential learning is something that internships fall under, but whether it's job shadow, being able to be exposed, um, whether it's the giving students or ourselves for that matter, the ability to network and see what's available out there and most importantly seeing if you like it or not. So we've had a lot of great success with um, students figuring it out, testing the waters, putting their piggy toes in there and figuring that out. Huh. And then what has come from it is a lot of great success stories um, that have translated into getting hired after graduating. I know your valued advice can have a significant impact on the lives of students. Um, and can you give me one specific example of a student who had a wonderful success story using the services that you offer. So I pr probably think at this moment of some um, success story of, um, of a gentleman that I started working with, with um, who was working in the retail industry, uh, food, food industry, and he ended up really wanting something that was going to, to make a he wanted to work in healthcare, and as it turns out, he got his degree in healthcare administration, and he's um, well, you know, he's middle age, so making a transition at that age was really challenging. But we got him a mentor. Um, we also got him an internship, and he is now successfully employed at Manit Community Health Center. That's a great story. Uh, must be very rewarding for you. It's so rewarding, yes. And you mentioned um, a mentor. Um, did you have a mentor as your career developed? And who had the biggest influence on you? Um, I believe in, in lots of mentors, but I have to tell you there's one uh, mentor. His name is Dr. Anthony Baird. Um, and he um, has just recently retired from the University of Massachusetts in Dartmouth. And not only did he head um, the career development office at UMass Dartmouth, but he also was a personal and professional mentor to me. Um, and being able to be supported, to be able to um, uncover some of our own strengths and gifts, and and to have that cheerleader on both um, on the front end and the back end of, of a career can be really critical when we may not necessarily get that 
um, advice, authentic advice from um, people that we work with um, or even at home. So I'm really grateful to Anthony Baird. The last thing I'd like to talk about is uh, a little bit different, but it's luck, both good luck and bad luck. And uh, if you could just uh, quickly think of uh, a situation in your career that luck really made a difference. I don't know if it's always luck. You know, I think that you, we, we have to be intentional about what we want. And so for me, when I was very intentional of making a transition into higher ed, going into career counseling, um, as lucky as it was, I was able to really look at research, you know, researching. Um, and the research took me to finding you. Um, and, and I, you know, I reached out to you on LinkedIn and that was a really, that was a critical piece that you responded, even though we weren't, didn't have a connection. Um, the connection was, um, Emanuel College and that you taught there and I went to school there. And so finding and identifying common connections can really set the stage for luck. I don't know, <laughs> maybe more than that. But you do have to do your diligence and you do have to invest in yourself, market yourself and and, and not get, not give up. You know, I here I am sitting in this role here five years later, and I can look at you and tell you how much I, I love what I do. And I think sometimes it's about putting yourself in the position. Once you're in the right position, luck seems to come. Mm-hmm. You know, like they yeah, say, luck right. was where opportunity meets hard work. Yes, I, yes, that's so. That's uh, a, really and in closing, I just want to thank you, Karen, for spending this uh, this time with CareerPod. We, uh, we value your, this field that you're in, and we hope to help others who are considering a career in uh, career services. It would really be my pleasure to, to speak um, to anyone who's interested in learning more or... Okay, thank you. For thank this you.